0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Good to be here, man. Uh, Hey. Hey. I got that massage, baby. I got a tightness in my neck. I mean, like, just the damn devil hit a damn, just a jolly rancher in my neck, man. It just, it feels real tight. I mean, tight, tight. You know? Oh, man. And I went over to the place, you know, and I'm not going to say that they're Chinese when you go in the place, but they are they are Vietnamese or they're an ease. Let's say that they, you know, there's no, there's no bones about it. They are some type of ease, you know, they're having, they probably had soup for lunch. I'm going to say that some type of broth. You know, and uh, and the lady, sometimes, I've gone to this place a few times. You know, I'm out here in the Central East studios, and I've gone to this place, you know, a few times. And sometimes I get the, the you know, the rough girl is in there. You know, the real, that, you know, she's that, uh, you know, she's kind of the hit man. You know what I'm saying? She's somebody... If somebody in the family's choking, you want, you know, you hope she's there because she can help. You know, she's that thick aunt. You don't want that slender aunt helping you. If you're choking, you don't want your fine aunt there. Your fine aunt, she ain't going to do, she's going to scream. She'll probably Snapchat it. You don't, you want, you want that thick baby, you know, that big lozenge of a woman. And that's what they had there—this big Chinese lozenge of a uh, lozenge of a of a lady. You know, this just damn—I mean, she really. Her forearms had six arms in them. You know, she just real poignant, real real poignant, man. I mean, she could spit hard and probably wash a window. So that's where I'm coming at with that, and uh. And so anyway, they get they you know they got me on the. You know, I don't like this, a lot of the massage places, uh, you know, they put you on this kind of halfway lean forward type of thing where they can, you know, you they put your head in this little, it almost, remember in the old days, you know, back in the, you know, 1300s or whatever, I don't know, 1800s, something dude, something teen hundreds. And they had um back in the old days they had sorry it might be a little hot there. They had the the thing, the um the barracks, you know, they put you in, they put your two hands in and they put your head in it. And people would come by if you did something bad around town, they put you in a town square and they you know, they put you in there and people come by and call you names, call you, you know, probably gay or something like that you know, devil boy, shit like that. You know, this. I'm talking 13, 1800s. And so, you know, when the kids come by and probably tickle you, you know, the pervs come by and touch their nuts, everybody, when you're in the barracks, or in the, what is that called, barracks? Um, I think that's what it's called, man, barracks. Uh, Let me think, when you're in the, You know what I'm talking about the cat, the barracks, man. The barracks in town. What is that thing? Mm, Shit, I don't know. But it's the thing they it it holds your head, it holds your arms, you can't move, and people laugh at you and point fingers. You know, people say, "Oh, that's a little, you know, you know, that's a little uh, Ricky, and he did something bad. You know, he stole a cabbage." You know, he stole four cabbage. That's Ricky with, you know, that's four cabbage Ricky. And you, then you're that bad guy, you know. And But anyway, when you're in the barracks, everybody comes by and gets they. they the people that want to name call, they name call you. And the people that want to tickle you and, and, and the perverts that want to, you know, touch your nuts or get a look at your booty or whatever, you know. Everybody, you know, everybody gets it out of their system when you've done something bad and, um. What was I talking about? Oh, oh, so I knew what I was talking about. So anyway, I'm in there and they got me in. The, it's like that kind of thing. You're kind of leaning forward and the ladies behind you. And I don't know if they found a tough spot on my back, but they had uh, the, the lady is like pushing on my back. And then she had like her cousin or somebody, her brother, daddy, somebody, you know, another You know, another me's or ease person starts pushing on her, so they're both. So she's pushing on my neck, kind of back, and he's pushing on behind her, like leaning on her. And I'm just like, you know, like they're trying to get just a a a a, a frigid frigid air through a tight doorway. And that shit, I just, I don't know. I never seen anything like that, and. So anyway, uh, oh, and then, so then after that I did 30 and 30, you know, they call that a, um, 60 minute package, that's package B that they have there on the chart. And, and so the second half, they get you in, uh, the private room, you know, and they have some, um, fake roses in there and a little, they got these Coca-Cola candies. They are so good. They're these little hard kind of candies you suck on them but so i'll put two or three in my mouth when i go in because i do the one hour service so anyway and the lady uh and sometimes i think it's a just tradition in a lot of the east you know you go to some places and they bust you out you know they cream you out right there bro and so the lady, you know, she's doing my body and everything and I'll get I won't get fully new, but I'll get down to my underpants easily. Dude, I'll get down to my underpants if somebody says, hey, you want me to scratch your back? I'll be fucking, you know, I'll be 94 percent naked, baby. You know what I'm saying? I, For any if a good television program is on, I'll, you know, and it's a half hour program. I've been like that since I was a child. I would get so fired up, man, and just when the pressure builds and the plot thickens, I'm damn just start losing you know, I lose pieces of clothing. Till I'm just damn naked, just I mean, and I'm just clamping on my wing, just just watching the what's going on, you know. I'm just I'm locked in. I looked at it, uh-uh. I say no. <laughs> I'm locked in, baby, and uh and Anyway, so she uh the lady um she goes, oh, "Uh you want to uh, spell a dumpling?" And I'm like, "What did she say?" And I she goes, "You want to uh, spell a dumpling." Spell a dumpling? And I'm thinking spell a dumpling uh I didn't know what it was, you know, I'm thinking is it something? And then I'm thinking, "Oh, it's nothing." You know, because I didn't know what it was. And she's, you know, then she kind of pats me on the, on that peenie. You know what I'm saying? That peanut, bruh. That penis. And then she tapped me, double tapped me on that penis, you know. And, uh. And she said, spill a duntlin. And then I'm like, oh, spill the duntlins. She wants to spill the duntlins, bruh. And. And you guys know me, look, I don't like, I don't like somebody, you know, I've been, I, hell, I've been spetling. I've been spettling my duntlings all week, bro, I spelt, my duntlings spelt, I spelt them matches, you know, and I shouldn't have been, and I did, man, I gave in, and I've been jerking myself, so I, t- you know, I don't know, man, I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, anyway, I just, I said no, you know, I was cordial, I was a gentleman, you know, I kind of went like this. You know, no. And um, and she wasn't offended. And that's one thing I love about a lot of Asian cultures—they don't get offended if if you if you if you don't if you don't if you don't want them to jerk you off. You know, and a lot of other people get all. You know, white people be like, "Oh, come on, you know, come on, you know." Oh, okay, I guess. Well, all right, you know. Black people be like, "Oh, okay. Oh, you all right?" You ain't gonna let us bust them nuts. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in German people will be like, oh, you don't want those to bust the nuts. You know? And vatos would be like, okay, papa. You don't want us to let us bust the nuts. But Asian people, they don't get offended, man. That, you know, it's just part of life. It's like, it's like a handshake. Fieric, you know? And, uh... Anyway, I don't know. That's just, you know, they're trying to spell a dumpling, bro. You know, and I didn't, I do not want the dumpling spilt, man. I didn't want my dumplings spilt, man. So, that's kind of, I guess, what's been going. I mean, I don't know if that's what's been going on, but uh, but that's what happened. Another time, I remember I was at a joint out there in Los Angeles, and a lady tapped me. They double tapped. That's the thing. It's like knock knock on your uh right on your, on your uh, penis, you know, on the top. And, uh, and I said, she goes, oh, you won, oh, monkey go pop, pop. And I was like, monkey go pop, pop. Uh, and I said, no, no, I'm okay, you know. And then I reconsidered. And I was like, well, uh And then the lady's looking at me like, I'm just like this indecisive person, which I am. So, anyway, man, you know, it's just, you can't go anywhere these days without somebody really trying to cream you out, you know, but, um, but thank you for being here with me today, man. It is uh, Thursday, February 11th in, uh in the year 2021, and I'm doing my best, man, and I hope that you are. Let's get into a little bit of tunes.
1: Sing down the sun
0: Oh, that's a good song, baby
1: Shine down your song Come on, baby So that it might Guide me back home
0: This is Josh Kelly We
1: all need some light Amen On the darkest of days so that we might Come on, Jay. not lose our way. its brother. So holy, holy, holy Lord, holding my heart down on my knees, asking You to hold me, hold me, hold me with Your loving arms. Come on, man. Well, I've been unkind. We're gonna ride this one. At times even cruel.
2: Forgeted this
1: boy. I lost all my joy. Until I found you. Come on. Blessed the hands Ooh. that forgave this full heart. Buried the sins to make way for oh. a brand new star. Alrighty. Let's go. Yes, holy, holy, holy Lord, holy my heart. Down on my knees asking you to hold me. Hold
0: Oh, man. Dude, that one had me gleeking Right out my feeling ducks, brother. That's when God hit me right in the damn HVAC of my, of my soul, brother. And my tear ducks, man. Beautiful song right there. Off his new album, My Baby and the Band. That is called Hold Me, My Lord. By Josh Kelly. Featuring all voices. Um... If you're not familiar with Josh Kelly man, go 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 get that album and get familiar with him. and uh I'm sure a lot of you guys are, but go get familiar with that song. Um, he's a friend of mine and and, uh, and he actually gave me a, a job. I, I worked as a tour manager for him when he first uh, when he first started touring with his music, and um, just honored to be able to play one of his songs here today. Uh what's going on, man? what is going on Um, yeah I went to the place I did that oh I'll talk about this the Super Bowl happened you know I was uh, it was a boring game you know it was a boring game and um, and I think a lot of people were just shocked Kansas City didn't put anything together Uh, and I don't know what you attribute that to but it was, it, was, it was nice to see Tom Brady. It was nice to see somebody, you know, get away from the system, that New England system, and do something. You know, it was nice to see an older person get out there and be a rascal and be Randy and do confidence. And, man, that made me feel really good. Uh, um, I went over to Michael Chandler's house, the UFC Michael Chandler fighter man. You know him. He came on here. And uh, and you know I snuck that Dustin Poirier freaking sauce into the party, son. Loyalty is gonna loyalty, and um and I felt honored to go over there and just be. It, it, it was fun, man, to talk about fighting a little bit, and to be able to watch uh watch the Super Bowl. Um, what else happened? I did a comedy set last night, and it was one of the best shows that I've had in about a year. So I'm drinking a little bit of tea right now. Um, my throat has been a little bit rocky, uh, but yeah. What else? What else? What else have I been doing? My, I hurt my neck, so I've been trying to take care of that, and that's why I was getting the um the massage over there. That's why I was getting massaged. So, um, what else? Oh, I heard a uh, badger out back at the rental. I'm I'm in an Airbnb right now. You know, doing um, rental living, they call it. And that's rental living, where you're somewhere, but you really don't want to be there. And that's rental living. And so I've been doing that, and uh, and last night I heard a badger. I, look, I was like, I heard an animal. So I look out there, and it seemed like a cat, but the way he walked was more, almost like a... Like he was, like his paws was kind of hot. And I said, well, surely somebody didn't heat a cat up and just let it loose outside, you know, or put fire by a cat and then, you know, make it run. Um, So I said, it must be a different animal. Then I heard it make a noise. I heard it do some uh, howling or whatever. And that's when I knew, oh, okay, something's going on here. Um... And so I uh, I was list- I was started looking up different animals sounds on the YouTube's. And what I found that it was was a badger. Listen. Yep. You Hear that? Like they swallowed a balloon, like a helium balloon and they fu- and they fucking, bro, and doing sex. Listen again oh yeah that's like somebody reckon you know you know some of them the clown will fold up that balloon for you and they'll hand it to you and you know if you gas that thing out sometimes you you know you pretend it's cute it's a flower it's a crown when mom and dad are around then you sneak off behind the barn and gas up and then you try to uh you know then if you're doing sex or if you were just um you know doing hula hooping anything where you got your body moving with that gas in it and you'll sound a little bit like this oh whoa that's bad now that 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 one's angry man that fella got angry about something um but yeah we got a we got some good calls that are in what's going on with me not much, I'm just honored to be here be here today, man um, you know I've been going through some tough stuff in my own world, and I want to kind of talk about that a little bit uh you know um you know i I fell off of my sobriety about a month ago, and so I've just been you know I've just been battling to kind of get back on that train um and I wanted to kind of talk, I wanted to talk about it on here, but I just, the timing was kind of never right. And I don't like to, I don't like to have to report to the, to the podcast every week about, you know, how I'm doing it with, uh with sobriety. Because I don't want, you know, me and my, and I, I don't want any of my sobriety to be like something I like, that I then have to, like, like I feel like an obligation to the podcast. I don't ever want to have to feel that way because it doesn't. It won't help me uh, in my journey with being sober. It just it won't help me. Um, so I haven't been doing anything bad, man. I was just in a lot of pain, and I didn't want to take pain pills, and I'd fallen off of going to my meetings, and uh, and so I just I I, I I drank, and I just found that drink drinking was helping me deal with the pain better. Um. Than pain pills. I just I don't want to take pain pills, and if I had a beer, I could manage. It was just easier, you know. I could have half a beer or something. It would take the edge off a little and, and give me some relief. Um, so, you know, things I've been doing now. We're trying to have a meeting here at my home. Um, you know, been staying in contact with my with other people in the program, um, and. I don't know. I I guess I was a little like you know, I know we have some listeners that, that are sober and so I d di- I didn't I guess I was afraid some that you know, that they would judge me or um I don't know. Yeah, or they would think I I, I don't know what I, I don't know what I thought. I mean I guess I, I guess yeah, I guess I was just afraid of being judged or something, but um You know, I haven't been, like, scared. I haven't been putting myself in in bad instances. Um, But, you know, I I definitely... You know, I'm just trying to, you know, get back on the the best foot. Um, So, that's kind of where I'm at with it, I guess. Uh, You know, so I just wanted to be honest i hope i'm not letting anybody down you know i'm just it's just you know i don't know it's just a journey and I, i and this is where i'm at and so i can't be ashamed of where i'm at or anything i don't feel ashamed um you know i just i want to i want to best put myself in a situation for me to be um you know the healthiest that i can be and the best that i can be in in most regards you not we can only be so best you can't be 100% best you could be maybe 70% um so i'm glad i said it i i, I was kind of a scared to say it and i and you know i've been having a lot of fun in the episodes the past couple of weeks and so i didn't want to kind of make it a downer or anything um but you know I appreciate you guys just you know uh being a part of my life um and yeah I'm just happy to be here today and uh yeah, and so I still hang out at my my two best friends here are sober guys I still you know i'm s i'm I'm surrounding myself with sober guys and I'm trying to just get back on the wagon, you know, and I'm not struggling every day I'm not running around drink I'm not like making, uh, you know, putting myself in bad instances or anything. Um, but I do have some fear that, you know, that I could. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's just where I'm at. You know, my friends know and, uh, you know, and, and other people that are in the program know and, you know, I've long uh, in my life I I never really felt like I had a problem with alcohol. You know, I never did. I mean, my problem was always that alcohol could lead me to do drugs. Uh, so, you know, i have never been somebody who just gets just black. I just never did that. I don't like drinking that much because you have to go pee a lot, and I'd rather not pee. I'd rather sit there and just, you know, keep watching the program. But, uh. Yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm making too big of a deal out of this. I'm just trying to share with you like kind of where I'm at and and some of my fears. And um and yeah, that's just what I'm trying to do. So uh anyway, you know, that's kind of that, and that's what's going on uh with me right now and um and uh and yeah. So um you know, I've been picking meetings back up and going online. I'm, and, uh, and you know, I feel hopeful. I don't feel, like, scared. I don't feel like I'm spooked or anything. But I just want to be honest with where I'm at. Uh, What else, man? Um, oh, yeah. That Badger was back there. We got a soundboard in here now. We may, we're just trying it out. They got some different sounds in here. This is my favorite. Damn chicken fil a <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that is my favorite. Um, we got a couple of other ones, dude. Uh,
1: that white rain.
0: <laughs> and that's Frank Giles right there. <laughs> um, oh, big announcement. Frank Giles was at the comedy show the other night. So I'm on stage at Zany's. And, and I'm looking around the crowd and I see this suit. I see just this beautiful, this really, this this Mordor snowman in a suit. And I said a joke, and then I heard that laugh, man, that only, <laughs> that Frank Giles, that freaking that rattle, baby, that death rattle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I said from the stage, I said, Frank? And he said, yes, sir, you know, and it was him, dude, and everybody, I was like, oh, my God, everybody is Frank Giles, you know, and he's, and he's here, and dude, people were going crazy, man, people were going crazy, and so we did a couple, you know, we talked a little bit and talked a little bit about the show, and um, yeah, it was just, it was fun. he came backstage after, and we had a good time uh it was special man so i just want to say thank you frank giles for coming out and man we 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 had a couple more questions about death back there we talked about and it was good to get some of those answered and he even said he'd come back on sometime and follow up with more death answers and, and different answers like that so um i want to let you know that uh today's episode is brought to you by liquid death it's uh, mountain water. It's good. Today's episode is also brought to you by Helix Sleep. And look, you know, there's a famous story about the... um, It's like the stepsister fell asleep and they had a, somebody hit a walnut under the sheets. And she couldn't feel it because she was too beautiful. But the truth is that bitch was on a helix mattress man that's the real truth man and um and 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 a lot of people you can't sleep today because your wife got long hair her hair will come over and get in your eyes and your face you know her hair is like a dirty river and it comes over and flows right up into your damn uh snuff holes or sometimes you um you know you can't sleep because you're uh The fan is making the get your fan. Some people got a fan with a rattle and they won't fix it. They won't fix it, man. Damn, Chicka-fil-A. They would rather just lay there and just hear it every night and be like, I should fix it. But they don't fix it. So what you need now is that Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. And matches your body type and sleep preferences to your perfect mattress. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? I don't know. With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for you and perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. They know that at Helix. Dang it, they know it. In some places, you go and they walk in and they don't know. You go to a mattress shop, they don't even know what's going on. They give you a cup of lemonade and say, hey, 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 hey. The move, you'll start in an hour. You're like, what? But at Helix, they know you're looking for sleep. They have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm, baby. I go firm. Mm-mm. Firm, baby. I like to feel like two Chinese are pushing up against my skin when I'm resting. Uh, it's great for cooling down if you sleep hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. And you know who you are, baby. Them pssst, than plus size sleeper, baby. If you sleep thick, dang boy, they can help. It's been awesome getting massages, but it's even better getting that full time massage from that Helix. I got to tell you right now just go to slash Theo. That's H E L I slash T H E O. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash t-h-e-o that's helixsleep.com slash theo for up to $200 off and two free pillows you know when I sleep I kind of go through this ritual you know I know I like to put lotion on and I learned that from my mother you know I was raised by my mother and you know that fuck you that's Joey Diaz said that I didn't say that but um, I was raised by my mother and so she taught me at night, you put lotion on. She taught me when you get out the shower, you do the uh towel around your hair. You know, there's just different practices. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't use, I didn't know how to use a hammer when I was a kid, but I knew how to uh, lotion up my legs. And dude, when I was young, they had this fellow bus, he would let us, he was a senior citizen. You know, and that's really the most citizen you can get. And he would let us uh, lotion his legs, man, this older guy. You know, Mr. Birch, and he was named after the wood. And he would let us lotion his legs up, man. And I don't know if he was pedophile. If he was pedophile, it, it was late onset because he never did anything wild until just the very end. And hes I swear to God he went to he went to heaven on some real on some soft stilts baby because we my god we must have put about six damn gallons of lotion onto his legs man praise God big birch baby you know and I'll tell you this he's the softest standing birch there is out there and we really we really loosen that man up um what else is going on oh so we had a guest on here recently, you know, and he got, you know, we got assault. He 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 got caught, you know, using racial epitaphs, I think it's called. I don't know the exact term. But, you know, you're saying words you're not supposed to say. And he said he would try to do better. That was a statement that he made. and And, you know, it's. I wanted to think about it some and just, and, and it's not like, you know, well, first of all, what makes me upset, what upsets me, what upsets me most is that there's hatred in the world. That upsets me. Um I don't think this man was coming from a place of hatred. I think he was, you know, I think he was using a word he probably shouldn't have been using. And... uh and you know, you don't know where somebody learns a word. You don't know where these days, you know, it's on the the N words on the radio all the time. You know, not the radio, but it's on music. You can go buy it. You can buy it on iTunes. You can go buy it. Um and you know, it's interesting because uh because yeah, it's that if you call somebody that name and you mean it and that and you say it towards them, it's man, it's hurtful. You know, and I could easily see in people of color how it would just how it's such a word to demoralize, you know, and to, um, and to imprison in a space of, of less than, um, but at the same time, it's, it's crazy that the word is available for sale and, and I'm kind of all over the place here, um, and I'm not defending anybody for saying it. I mean, it's... You know, you hear it... I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. You hear it from people. And these days, when I when I was young, you would hear it... Well, I guess I would hear it when I was young, growing up, from people that were racist. And I would hear it from music. You know, N.W.A. And... And... So, it's weird because it's like a word that's used in hip-hop culture. You know, with the A at the end. And... um. And so it's just it's it's interesting. And I don't want to be afraid to like think about things, you know. But one thing that really made me upset about uh about the N word is the way that media outlets cover it. And the way that media outlets cover it. So somebody says it, right? They take it and they make articles that say at the top, and these are outlets that would never even probably cover the person that, if there's a famous person that says it. You know, uh, you can be a white dude in a starter jacket and say it all day. You could be 6'9 and say it all day, you know. But if you're popular and you say it, the media, they cramp down on you. And what gets me um, is that they use it. The media puts N-word in the title of articles so they get you to go click on it and then then you're reading the article you're watching it or whatever it is so they are making money off of it and man that burns me up to think that because then you and i bet if you follow the companies who is who's is, who are earning money from the clicks and the people watching or reading, I bet it leads right to white pockets. I guarantee you that. So, man, it's just crazy that people that would never even cover this artist at all or this celebrity at all, suddenly they're writing articles that are clickable that they're making money on. So they're basically making money off of the n word. They're making money off of it, and man, that really—I mean, that just—man, yeah, that just makes it makes me mad, bro. It make me just mad, dude. Make me feel like a damn just like six badgers are climbing up and down my spine. You want to know what a badger sounds like? I'll tell you. And let's get to the angry one. Here he comes. That's what it makes me feel like, you know. Because you have companies that don't care, and now they're, so they're basically use they are using the n word to make money, and that's that man that burns me up. It just burns me up, and I think it should burn anybody up, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of wild in the media. Like somebody can apologize for 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 uh, saying something they shouldn't. Somebody can apologize for using a racial slur, but the media, they don't want an apology. Somebody can say, well, I'll, I'll do better. But that's not enough for them. They want to just roast you. They, they want to take over. They want you to burn. And that's just wild to me. Like, don't we, no matter what someone does, don't we want them to have a, don't we want them to feel, You know, you want someone to feel reprimanded. But don't you want some, don't, like, what if it was your kid that did it? Like, it's just crazy. People would ostracize so much and and just denounce. Like, there's, you are worthless. And, uh, like, what do they want you to kill yourself? What do they want? Do they want you to lose your own life by your own hand, by a dagger? By a sword, you know, I just don't understand sometimes because somebody's saying they'll do better. I mean, it's, uh, but I guess, you know, you need to believe them. But man, and then what if, and, and what if, don't the, any of these writers who write these articles, what if your kid does something wrong one day? What if your husband, your brother, what if someone you, do you want them to be burned like that? I just don't, I, I don't know. And then it's wild that they'll say, you know, it's like they shouldn't, we should, they should just get rid of the word. They should get rid of the word. Because you could buy it online. I mean, website, Apple Music, some of these, whatever platform, they're making money. You could go listen to it. You could buy it. Maybe white people shouldn't be allowed to buy stuff with the word in it. Because if you sell somebody enough produce, you know, and sometime a strawberry rolls out their mouth, you can't be shocked. But you're the one vending it to them. And I'm not saying that's the case in this instance exactly. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that that's a real thing. You know and I think there's a lot of people out there of color who feel the same way. Who are just tired of the music that's like you know. Kill these N words and all this shit. It's just it's I don't know. And look. I'm just a white person. So I only have my experience. You know I've. Grew up around a lot of black people. I used to be in a group called uh, NFL. And I can't say the whole name of the group, but I can say for Life. Um, Dude, I used to ride my bike in, 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 in the school in the morning. And Johnny Smith and the boys, they would come and jump on my bike. And they would call me to a bus when i'd come in they would call me the n-word bus hey here comes the n-word bus and they would all pile on my bike and i'd be sitting there just rolling just a damn i mean literally the basketball team deep and i would just you know man my dude my quads was beefy son my quads was beefy you know what i'm saying damn chicka for you know it and they would call me the N-word bus. Here come the N-word bus. And my parents didn't say it. You know. My dad said it one time a black guy stabbed him with a screwdriver and he said it. So I'll be honest but. um, I don't know man. Some of the, you know it's. It's just like. There's just a lot of uh, red tape out there. But then look. I, that's only my perspective. And I'm not saying that it's right. But I don't want to feel like I can't think and talk about it um because I also know that it's a hurtful word you know uh but I also know that the media just there's no court of there's just they, they, there's no examination of that kind of thing of of what was going on, you know and in this instance he called a white guy it and I think mo I think a lot of white people should be called it honestly. You know? Maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe you need to line up a lot of black people that want to say it and a lot of white people that should be called it. I don't know. But, anyway, man, I, I didn't mean to go off on that. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's you know, it, it was here in the Central East. It's, that's where, you know, I mean, it's everywhere. But... I just don't understand Sometimes the media is taking. I don't like that there's companies out there making money off of it. Profiting. Profiting off of it, man. That burns. That burns my bread, man. But we'll get into a few more calls here, man. I know that. And I'm going to tell you right now that if you're suffering from mental health issues, which I am. You know, I missed my medicine yesterday and then I get late at night and I can't remember if I took my medicine and then I don't want to take it because it keeps me up. I can't sleep. And then I'm like, dang. And then I wake up the next day and now I'm feeling depressed. And, you know, if you take medicine, it can be it can be tough. Well, if you fall on times where you where you need some help. uh, Better help can help you. You know, if there's something, something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals BetterHelp will assist you and assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. There's a broad range of expertise available at BetterHelp. If you know if you've want a certain type of uh, mental health professional, you may want somebody that is your same race or religion or creed or I don't know what creed is. I mean, it was a band, but I don't know what they t- what they mean by that, but you know, maybe if you can read or can't read or somebody or if you're blind and you want to talk with a blind therapy, then they can do all of that. BetterHelp wants you to start living happier life today. Visit their website. Read their testimonials. BetterHelp.com slash Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. And join the over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You want a professional. You don't want somebody in a chef's hat, uh, you know, giving you mental help. You know what I'm saying? You don't want somebody um, on a surfboard giving you mental help. You want a therapist, brother. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Wow. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And this past weekend, listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Theo. Oh man, um, what else? I wanted to write. I-, I wanted to tell you they was um. Oh, uh, I saw also they had uh, they had sexual allegations against Marilyn Manson, you know, and I don't know what the guy did. I I don't know, but I would. You know, I don't know if he I, I, and I don't think he was messing with underage women. I think he was dating of age women. But I'll say this, some lady they said she said they found out she had a sex dungeon, and he was trying to hit her with uh wigwams or something dildos. sorry. Um, it, by looking at Marilyn Manson. That should give you a 99% idea that this dude don't be fucking regular. You know what I'm saying? He ain't fucking regular. He'll put on a condom that has Edgar Allan Poe's autograph on the side of it. You know what I'm saying? You have to like if you if you go to dinner with them and they serve in vulture, you got to think, "Oh, He probably going to have an extra dick or two on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at that guy and think that things are going to be regular. I don't think. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying you have to have, like, because the lady said, oh, he was scary or something. But I'm just saying, look, you can't. The dude is doing 365 days of Halloween, okay? This dude does Halloween like a Instagram thought does her birthday. Alright, it's a two-month deal, I bet. This dude probably fucking, you know, he'll probably, you know, this dude got licorice under his armpits for good luck. I'm just saying... You can't look at Marilyn Manson's and expect that he ain't going to be skeeting asphalt or something. You know what I mean? You just, you can't look at him. The dude looks like the Saw movies. I remember, I'll tell you this, you know, and, I, and I've had, I've had a, I was almost molested, you know, or semi molested or whatever at a Marilyn Manson show. They had a man. This man, uh, Richard Langenstein. They called him Dicky, and he was a senior citizen. And he was, he had um, what's it called when it looks like you have snow on your arm? But uh, it's like a, I think um, scabies or something. I don't know what it is. What? Hold on. Let me look it up. He had, um, seven causes of white spots on your skin. Mycosis, bro. I don't know if he had that shit. He didn't have that, man. Dermatitis. dermatitis? Eczema, bro. uh, Maybe. Yeah, I think he had eczema, bro. I think he had that. Hyperdermitis. Sclerosis. I don't know, bro. He was fucking spotted up. You know what I'm saying? He was that speckled molester. You know, he was that um he was that uh you know, he was that, you know, he was that Dicky Dalmatian kind of guy. Well, he took me and my best friend at the time, Patrick, he we was fourteen. We was fourteen, we met him through church, and he took us to the Marilyn Manson show and dropped us off in there. And, dude, it was 18 and over. And he took one of my friends to Las Vegas. I think it might have pedophiled him. I don't know. But but I do know, and I think that's what happened. But um, but anyway, what happened was, hold on. So Richard Langenstein, and he's deceased now. He went to jail for pedophiling, bro, for P-filing. But um, what was I telling you? Oh, we went to Marilyn Manson's. On stage, he cut his friend open with a beer bottle and the ambulance came. I remember being in the bathroom. My friend and I are peeing and it's taking a long time because everyone around us smells like Voldemort and we're peeing. there's a guy behind me eating fucking charcoal briquettes, bro. It's the dark arts. And somebody said to someone else, they said, man, these kids are pretty young to be in here. And somebody else goes, yeah, somebody's going to p- them tonight. And they said F word fuck. So anyway, bro, uh, you know, what was I talking about, dude? Is this for better help? What is this? Um, I don't even know. It's just like, but I know that when I'm going to Marilyn Manson, I know I'm going to the I know that I'm entering, you know, Beelzebub's asshole. I know that they're going to have crows in the corners of the room. You know, I know that if Marilyn Manson spits on my back, that the, that the saliva is going to slither off down my arm into a drain and procreate a demon. I know. Now, I don't know everything, but I have some responsibility as a human to lightly assume that things are going to be risque. And I knew that at 14. 14. But anyway, man, let me hear from my freaking friend again, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh my
2: God, damn Chick Fil A! Yeah, you know what? I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> you know that is way that's the madman himself, man. You know that. So that's fun. Um, let's get into some calls, man. I want to thank you guys for being a part of my life, and you know, I know I say some stuff on here that some people might not agree with and that's okay. You know, and uh it's okay if you don't agree with me. I I probably don't agree. I, I I I I'm just trying my best. I'm trying to think out loud and recently man I've been angry. And when you mix anger with trying to be peaceful, it's hard. You know and I'm just angry and and I don't even know why sometimes man. I don't know if I'm angry at myself. I don't know if I'm just angry at the world. It's a tough time right now. You know, I called a friend the other day and uh, and I was just telling him, I'm angry. and He's like, man, I'm so glad you said that. I'm angry. People's angry. You know, and I stay away from the news these days and that I think that helps some. But it's amazing that the news will never go on trial for its crimes. Imagine the people, they read an article and they believe it, right? They believe it and they go out and take some action and somebody dies from that action or gets hurt or, you know, somebody does it. It starts a crime. It starts a, I mean, that's started by media, by bad information, by faulty information, people trying to get money. Man, we are in a canoe, brother, and we are rolling through one of damn Hades tributaries right now. I feel that, brother. Praise God. Let's hear some calls that came in, man. And um, you know, and thank you guys for being a part of my life and uh and for sticking with me when I'm I don't know, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be wrong, but I want to be able to think out loud. And recently sometimes I get afraid to do that. You know, with all this cancel culture out there, you can't even think out loud. And if you have comments or thoughts on anything I ever talk about, you're welcome to call in and share them. You know, that nine eight five six six four nine five zero three 664 9503 is the hotline. And uh, if you need to take me to task, if you need to share something that's on your heart, you know, that's troubling you, man. I think right now sometimes I'm scared. You know, I'm scared of getting older. I'm scared of being in a new place. Um, I'm scared of not being able to figure out why I have a tough time really loving people. Like in a real intimate way that, you know, I could have a home or something like that or do a family. Um I'm scared sometimes that God wants me to do more for him and uh not like he chooses me to do more but just that he wants to he wants me to be more a part of his life sometimes in some ways or her life whatever God is you know the goodness in the world whatever that is you know I'm not I'm not sticking this uh pen in this tail on a on a religion donkey I'm just I'm just trying to save my ass you know uh but I feel like, you know, uh and you know I get caught up in myself. And I'm not doing It's not that I'm not doing, I just I I don't know, sometimes I feel like there's just a more like God wants to be able to do things with me. And not pedophile stuff, you know, good stuff, positive things, not take me to a damn Marilyn Manson's, bro. I can't believe we went. Dude, it was like 200 people in there. It was so small. And he cut Twiggy Ramirez open with a damn beer bottle. And we lost our minds, bro. God. All right, let's get some calls that came in, man. Let's hit one up right here. Uh, Here we go.
2: Yo, Theo. This is Steven calling from Reno, Nevada.
0: What's up, Steven, from Reno? And Reno is one city I would never... um, except blood in you know i'll drop a pint off bro but if they try to put anything in me in reno son you know i'll friggin i'll fly out before i catch that bag son gang onward Just calling to inform you that it's had a the birth of my first son last night congratulations man dude this is positive stuff thank you for this call man you know, I've been I've had a shovel out for half of this episode and I've just been digging us into a hole. That's beautiful, man. Congrats, Steven. You know, he went full term, so he wasn't premature. Like that gentleman Nick. Oh yeah, early Nick they called him in his house growing up. You know, and he'll he'll grow to seventy years probably, but he'll never hit nine months. You know, he'll never hit full form, baby onward.
2: But uh, just letting you know He was a healthy baby boy born February 2nd at midnight, and uh, we decided to go ahead and name him Theo, after you, you know, little Theodore, and uh, just sharing that with you, buddy. Uh, Gang, gang.
0: Gang, gang, bro. Dude, that's cool, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Steven, man. Uh, That's sweet of you, man. I love that little guy. And I hope your wife is doing it good and healthy. And congratulations, man! You got a little son. That's beautiful, man. You know, I think I, I, I you know I think about it more and more often about getting a little child that that's that's my own. And um, well, look, I'll give you some warnings. What can he look forward to as being a Theo? It's, it can be tricky. Um, and he was born at midnight. He's at midnight snack. You know, we had a kid in our neighborhood growing up, this kid Brunch Hawkins was his name. And he was named, uh, he was born right at 1030 a.m. So they call him Brunch. Um, But for your son being Theo, he might wet the bed till he's 32. You know what I'm saying, bro? But it's not really, it's not a medical issue. It's just, he's just nervous and scared. And that's how he is. Um. You know, he believes in, you know, he it, it might be seeing is believing, really. Um, what else? Mm, he likes pasta, but he doesn't go crazy for it. I would say that he's gonna like coconut. Um, what else? He, yeah, he'll be he'll definitely be flirty with the ladies, all ages. You know, he likes to hug a woman, make a woman feel good. Likes to feel the titties press against his body, against his, the warm bags against his body. Um, what else? Mm. Mm. He might have a nightlight for a while, man. He might have a nightlight still. Um, what else could I tell you about this kid? He, You know, he's going to have that 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 freaking... He's going to be dragging that wagon, baby. He's got that booty and meat. And that's going to be... You know, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. But if he sits down, he means it. Um, he likes box lunches. If you send him to camp, you can send him with a lunch. He's not going to complain. He likes that lunch. He likes to open his little meal and have his little things in there. Uh, and you can just cut the sandwich one way. You don't need to do it both ways. You know, that's a little French for him, and we don't need to do all of that. What else? He like he will have a teddy bear, but it might not be a teddy bear. It might be a different kind of like, uh, kind of a stuffed animal or something, you know, or a different like thing that he'll sleep with. You know, I used to sleep with a wooden spoon for a while. Um, you know, just just he 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 just might pick something different. Uh, what else? He'll like to ride his bike, but he's gonna want to ride probably with other kids. He don't want to ride alone really that much. It gets scary. Um. You know he's gonna want to hear that you love him. You know you're just gonna want to tell him and just make sure he hears you. You know just just let him know that you love him. That's gonna really make him feel good. Um, what else? Uh, and if he has a brother, make sure they know their brothers. Make sure that they look out for each other. You know, or if he has a sister, make sure you tell them, hey, this is your sister. You you know you guys are teammates you know make sure you let him know that because if nobody tells him he just won't know and so he might feel by himself and his siblings might feel by themselves um but dude thank you bro thank you for sharing that and congratulations to little theodore bro beautiful little fella out in the world man you know and i hope he really has a good existence and and for me it's been a fun name to have you know, it's really been a fun name to have so far, so I'm happy to pass it on. Let's get another call here that came in. Um, this is nine uh nine eight five six six four nine five zero three. as always. Hey, Theo. Uh, my name's Michael from Texas. What's up, Michael? In Texas? Yeah, Texas is a good place to... Uh, Honestly, to hide a body, man. You know what I'm saying. You get about west of uh, of El Paso with a shovel, dog. They never gonna find your ex wife, dog. Gang. Um,
2: I've called a couple times. And you were asked questions and advice uh, about my addiction. <clears throat> um, the day before last. For the night before last, I, I relapsed. I was just a little, just a little over a hundred days clean and sober. We're doing this really good, and uh, with everything that I'm going through, you know, uh, I gave in. And, uh, the guilt of knowing that I gave in and not saying anything to my family or my fiancé or anyone its getting to me. Because I know how proud they were of me. Like, it's all they talked about is how proud they were. And I let them down. So I wanted to, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I really want advice or whatever. I mean, I, I'd love your advice, sure, but really I just called to Get this off my chest, hmm. somebody. Because I literally have no one that I want to talk to about it, and I know you've been, you've been there, so.
0: Gang brother, um, thanks for thanks for the call, man. I feel like literally like I'm listening to myself right now, so thanks for the call. You know, I'll I'll just share what other people in, in program have shared with me, that. You know, it's just a journey. This is our journey. And this is where we are. You know, I had three years, two years, six months. Um, Dude, a hundred days, man. Do you know how... Bro, that hundred days is... Man, that's the hardest, bro. Getting that first... That hundred days. In a pandemic when people are eating each other. And people's you know everybody people's buying guns and doing traps in the yard and freaking iwo jima and shit you know what i'm saying people's eating fireworks people's marrying their sister jerry seinfeld dated a 17 year old you're doing fine man. you're doing fine man uh I'm going to see if I can try to call you right now, actually, bro. Let me see what I can do here. Hold on. Hello? Hey, Michael. What's up, man? It's Theo Vaughn, bro. (laughs) What's up, man? How are you? I'm just chilling, man. Uh, I'm actually calling out. uh, It's crazy, man, because I'm doing this episode and we can leave this in the episode or we can take it. I, it it can be up to you uh but yeah i was just talking about a relapse like a month ago and you know and i just i don't know i felt uncomfortable talking about it and then i got to your call and it's just like well i could just yeah. i could feel you man
2: it's been rough brother <laughs> it's been a rough time but i'm getting through it yeah how you managing all right yeah, I just, I mean, after it happened, I kind of, I mean, I kind of went off, you know, the deep end there for a little bit. Uh, I still haven't told anybody, but uh, it it, it was rough for like a, like a good three days. Oof. And then finally, I just told myself, like, you did what you did. Just, you know, just take your head up and go. Amen, man. I cannot believe I'm on the phone with you right now. Jesus Christ. Well, this is crazy. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> I just My God.
0: It was just man, it was just small world cuz I was like scared to talk, you know, I was talking about it on the on the episode and I was like scared to talk about it and I'm like how do I say this and you know, I felt like I was letting some people down and like um and I guess I felt like I was letting myself down too, you know, some uh you know, but then I got to your call and I was like, "Oh man." Um yeah, I'm not the only person that's, you know, that's just kind of had this moment, you know? Yeah, it's
2: it's a hard thing to go through, you know, especially by yourself with no one to talk to. Like a lot of people don't understand it. I feel like a lot of people don't get, you know, that that stuff. So that's kind of why I called you because I know that, I mean, I don't really know what you've messed with in the past, but I knew that uh, you kind of had, you know, your issues, so.
0: Oh yeah, that liquor. I don't have a problem with drinking, but I get if I if I you know I get scared. I'm gonna get by that white donkey, bro. You know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll
0: be riding that, dude. I'll be riding that downhill donkey on roller skates, son. I'm all. I was
2: all into. I was all into the pain pills. That was my biggest, my biggest thing right there. It took me down for a long time.
0: Damn, you do construction. I got into
2: heroin. Damn, bro yeah
0: what are you doing dog damn you trying to be on that show the wire you gotta
2: tighten up dog. dude i just i was one of them people that if i did it i went i was all in (laughs) i was gonna do it i want to do it all and do the most i could
0: bro i can relate look every time i meet somebody that smoked crack i'm jealous of them because i never got to smoke i've always
2: wanted to try it me too i've always wanted to try but i'm scared
0: that's when. That's when I guess we know maybe there's something that's different in our head because other people they'd be like somebody's like oh, I smoke crack they'd be like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of this Walgreens before <laughs> things get weird, but you and me, bro, I'd be like hey man, tell me what it was like. What was know? it like? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's funny, man. Um, well, how are you feeling now, man? Are you feeling better? What are you feeling like?
2: Well, I mean. At first, I mean, once I got over the guilt, uh, I started feeling better. Yeah, and I've been, you know, something else I've been doing was really you know, leaning on, on God. And I know that sounds corny to some people or whatever, but not
0: to I mean, me, really, man. man not today, it doesn't, bro.
2: Well, a lot of people. I mean, I, you know, I've seen over the years like a bunch of people that, you know, that uh, you know go to prison or go to rehab. As, as soon as they get out there, like, they're all into God and into the Bible. and A lot of them are just, I mean, in my opinion, they're putting on a show. I don't yeah. really think they they believe it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I,
2: I didn't want to come off like that, but uh, no, I, I've really been leaning on, on God and trying to read the Bible and praying as much as I can. And uh, it, it's kind of got me through it. Yeah, man. It, well, and it, your show, too, dude, your show. I'm not trying to be a, a, a fanboy, but you don't, I don't think you understand like how much your podcast.
0: <clears throat> I'm
2: trying not to cry, dude. I don't want to sound like a, a dumbass, but, uh, your
0: voice sounds tougher than my voice. I would say that <laughs> easily. Well, I'm not tough, brother. I'm not tough. But every morning when I get up, it's hard for me to
2: get up. and It's hard for me to, put my clothes on to go to work and i i feel you it's just hard because my job i mean i'm a a grave digger i, I bury people for a living dang no so way like, bro are you serious yeah, yeah. so it's oh my you know, sometimes
0: god
2: it's <laughs> damn bro you're yeah. working
0: wow you're at the sphincter yeah. of life bro you that grave exactly. digger, dude <laughs> so sometimes
2: it's like fucking like depressing Oh, so I get up, I'm depressed because of my issues, and I go to work, and I'm burying people. And damn, bro! It's like fuck well, you, I can't catch a break. And then, uh, I ended up buying some of these AirPods. Uh huh. I put my AirPods in one day. And I knew that you had a show or a podcast, and I started listening to it. And, and, and dude, that's all I do now, oh, all day bro. long, on the tractor at the gym. I mean, the I'm tractor. Who y'all always, burying, dog? <laughs> no, you've got to use a tractor to dig holes. They don't dig them by hand. Oh, they Some don't. people do if they don't have money, but uh, like if they can't afford a tractor or something, I can understand that. But most people dig them with a backup now. So.
0: Oh, that's sellout shit, bro. I want that hand dug, baby. <laughs> Dude, I've done it a few times, and it's, it's, it's a lot of work, brother. A lot of work. Because I guess legally you got to get them so low, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think the law requires here to have
2: 24, yeah, 24 inches of dirt on top of like whatever you're buried in mm-hmm. so we've got to dig down you're pretty deep like five feet really
0: yeah oh yeah you could take yeah supposed to be six but uh, you know we're trying to <laughs> no, get out of here i don't think here. i've ever dug <laughs> one for six feet yeah that's, that's what they say those, that's a myth yeah. word bro. yeah damn wow man that's crazy to even think that i'm doing a podcast and somebody that's digging graves is listening to it bro
2: that's literally what I'm doing. Like while I'm digging graves, I'm listening to your podcast. Dang. It's the only thing. It's the only thing, and I'm not trying to be corny, but it's been the only thing that's you put a smile on my face, made me laugh. Like I remember one day, like a week or two ago, I I was listening to one. I don't remember what you were talking about, but you said something, and dude, I laughed so hard I was crying I was crying oh it was about uh, you were talking about joining a cult you were talking to Brendan about you're joining a cult
1: oh and yeah you
0: said something like you said I was doing dolphin danger for some shit dude I I was crying I was laughing so hard man. oh I was on that giddy up baby you know
2: <laughs> yeah dude that's, that one got me but I mean I, I just love listening to it everyday dude every oh thanks
0: day. bro Well, I appreciate it, man. That means a lot, dude. I'm glad that, uh, you know, I'm just glad that, I'm glad that when any of us have some little thing in life to look forward to, you know, and that's one reason why I feel like, you know, when you talked about God, I was like, dang, bro, I want, I just want, uh, yeah, you just never know when we can be that for somebody, any of us, dude, you know, so it's like, that's what I hate about, you know, if I'm messed up or something, it's like, am I missing out on those chances? Or any of us yeah. missing out on those chances to be you know the person that sees somebody at a store and gives them a smile or the person that answers the phone when somebody calls and they're having a tough moment? It's just like you know, I just fall out of the lane of that that I fall out of that h o v lane, you know, yeah, um but well, damn dog, you notice know, don't be too hard on yourself, man, you know, I'm not trying to preach at you, but you know no, it's, man, I, it's not all linear, things aren't all linear, you know yeah like I was like it's gotta be in a straight line I gotta do it you know yeah uh, it makes sense sometimes our story we just don't know what our story is man but yeah that's how I feel now I just feel
2: I feel like I'm trying to figure out like what I need to do next and how I'm gonna do it yeah sober yeah that's a tough thing to
0: do it's tough man and it's been a tough time for people too man (laughs) I mean, I've had friends that have died. I've had friends that are the most soberest people ever. They should be in a damn sober pageant, bro. They would win, they would win, dang, you know, the top prize. They would win the crown. of. Um, but they, people falling off, it's, it's a tough time, you know. Yeah, I've been having to bury, like literally bury
2: people that I knew <laughs> grew up with. <laughs> it's fucking rough, dude. It's rough. Like, I'm, Damn you know, people God. that I grew up with, that went to school with, I'm putting them in the ground because of COVID, drug, you know, all kind of shit.
0: Damn, bro. Yeah, dude. That's why, yeah, man. Yeah, look, well, at least you have an excuse, bro. I'm just podcasting <laughs> and being hard on myself. <laughs> You are hard on yourself, bro. You need
2: to ease up a little bit. I wanted to tell you that. I messaged you on Instagram, too. Oh, you, you did? Telling you. Yeah, you messaged me back one day, and I fucking, I bet I had a heart attack.
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't have you, a heart you, attack, you know, <laughs> bro. No, fucking, one, the bodies are going to pile those. up at the gate. <laughs>
2: I was one of those fans, that I'm sure you get a lot of. I mean, you know, like you'll If you message them or reply, they fucking thank your buddies and they fucking
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Rest- oh, that's videos. a dangerous game. Yeah, people start sending you everything recipes, bro. They start sending you baby pictures and shit. Like, damn, is intense,
2: dude. That was that was me when you wrote me back that day. I was like, oh yeah, when that were friends. Hey, man, how about this? Then I had to dial it back a little bit, and, and then I was listening to one of your shows, and you're kind of being hard on yourself. And I was like, you know, I'm going to write him one more message to tell him, not, you know, cheer up, not be so hard on himself. Yeah. You well, need thanks, to ease bro. up, man.
0: Yeah. I don't know how, you know, I I don't know. And it's funny. I don't even notice it. It's just the way that I'm built, but I appreciate that, man. Maybe, maybe this podcast you're, will one day end when I'm finally not hard on myself. You know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you just need to realize you're a, you're a, a special good person, man. Like I think you've, I think if you knew how good of a person you are and how much you help, you know, everybody and people that listen to you, I think you wouldn't be so hard on yourself. You help. Thanks, bro. I you help me you, a lot, bro. brother. So. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that, you calling me, bro. Like you, you don't know what this is doing to me right now. Like, it's... Like, when my phone started ringing, I've got your number, uh, the, uh, the hotline number... Yeah. ...stored in my phone... And uh, when my when my phone started ringing, I was in there with my my fiance, and I grabbed the phone. and I took off running <laughs> at the front door. Damn, bro, she think you left her for another man, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better go I didn't back. Even tell her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gonna have to go back in there, man. Well, dude, I I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I think you know. I think when you It's just funny. We all just need somebody to hear. We all just need to hear that somebody thinks that we're important or this, that like we matter, you know, and uh yeah. especially like when people that struggle with alcoholism and that kind of stuff, man, it's like, damn, I don't know why those words just aren't built into our skin sometimes. Um But look, man, I'll be in touch with you, man. I'm gonna hit you on my private line. Don't be calling me all the time, but uh, I, won't, dude, I won't, but I'll say, hey, that would so you mean the world it, to me, man. If you really did, that would mean the world to me. Well, <laughs> you got it, bro. You know, I feel like at least we can. Uh, hey, you know, two alcoholics talking to each other, man. That's how the whole program started. There we go. So, well, don't be hard on yourself, man. I love you, bro. I love you, too, man. You, I appreciate you calling me. All right, you bet, man. Be good, dog. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace, baby. Man, bro. Man. I don't even know what the world is, man. Man, I don't even know why that made me kind of emotional, bro. I think, you know, it's just, I don't know. I think we all, I think we all just want to, we all just want to hear, we all want to hear somebody. I don't know. We all want to hear somebody tell us that we're okay, you know, or we all want to. Man, I don't even know, man. That shit got me some type of way right now, bro. Damn, no homo for real, bro. No cat, man. But... Yeah, I don't know. We all just... We're all just trying to be okay. And, and somehow this world has made it kind of tough sometimes. Or maybe it hasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know man but but that's the power of people I know that you know I know you could call somebody and you could both leave the call feeling like somebody cares and I think you know uh I think that's powerful and that those are moments where I think God shows up bro In those little moments where somebody feels like when you feel in your heart, bro, when you feel that feeling inside of you, just like care bears are fucking swimming through your veins, dog, when you feel like the world comes out of you, usually I feel like the world goes in, it's coming on me, It's but when you feel like the world comes out of you for just brief moments, man, that's where I find God, man. Right there. Uh let me see if anybody needs a call right now. I think, man, we did a lot. I've been through fuck I've been through a lot, man. I'm gonna need some more water, man. Damn. But yeah, if anybody is out there struggling, man, I guess the hard thing is, yeah, just saying. Like I'm 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 I'm, I'm struggling or, or I didn't I didn't do first place. You know? I didn't win. I didn't you know, I'm not sober, I'm not champion, I'm not, uh, you know, the pressure, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know, man, I don't know what I'm trying to say, man. I'm just trying to say, if you're having a tough day, man, I love you, bro, and female, bro. And and if you're not having a tough day and you're feeling good, then, you know, you never know when you could be that little bit of like that, that reflects off somebody and makes them feel warm. You know, no homo, dog. For real, bro. Praise God, dog. So... um, Damn. I'm gonna hear about this shit of jujitsu, dog. Damn, bro. They gonna be hard scarfing your boy out there. But keep your head up out there, Michael. Thanks for the call, man, and thanks for the kind words, dude. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still kind of a real just overwhelming emotion, but I don't know what it's about. You know, sometimes when I feel emotional, I do, I have to like kind of like feel it. And like, I'll try and talk to myself, like, okay, are you happy? You know, are you. And then I'll be like, maybe I'm happy. And I'll be like, well, okay, well, why are you happy? Okay, I'm happy because. And I'm happy because, no, it's not really happiness because then my emotions start to fade away. And I can tell if they fade away, then I'm not on the trail. So then I'll be like, are you surprised? Sometimes the word will come in my head. Am Am I surprised? Yes. So now I answer, yes, I'm surprised. And then why are you surprised? And then I'm surprised because I guess I'm surprised because people care. So, you know, I'm surprised because people care. Because I think, you know, when I was young and shit, growing up, I felt like nobody cared, bro. And you put up all these things inside of you because nobody cares, you know. And then you happen upon a small moment where somebody really cares, you know. And, uh, And it just disproves everything you thought you ever knew about the world, man, and that is surprising. So that's how I work through when I'm having like a emotional thing, like where I figure out what I'm feeling. I have to ask myself, Are you happy? Are you um shameful? Are you, you know, you have to ask and then If it still feels, it's almost like a metal detector. If it still feels like you're getting a little bit of a feeling, then I'll say, "Well, why am I happy? Or why am I ashamed? Or why am I um, mad? You know?" And then sometimes I can, I can badger up those feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all should see these badgers, bro. These things. These bitches are for real out here, son. Oh. Oh, that one's on that cocaine, man. That one's on that dust, son. Um. All right, man. What else do we have today? We got nothing else, man, but I'm, I'm I'm, just... I don't know, man. I'm happy to be here with you guys. You guys be good to yourselves, man. You deserve it, and thank you for being a part of my life, man. I really mean it. I needed it today, and Boom you were there man damn you never ever know what can happen man Uh, let's leave out on this tune man I love this tune and this man really did it right and uh, this is from Josh Kelly my baby in the band hold me my lord
1: sing down the sun shine down your song So that it might Guide me back home We all need some light On the darkest of days So that we might Come on Not lose our way Me with your loving arms
0: Come on, Josh Kelly
1: All that I need is you to hold me Hold me Hold me Hold me Hold me Hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me my Lord Hey, you know I've been unkind Yeah, Lord At times even cruel Forgive this poor I lost all my joy Till I found you. Come on. Blessed they the hands that forgave this full heart. Gave this full heart.
2: Right.
1: And buried the sins Come on, baby. To make way for a brand new star. Brand new
0: star, baby. Come on. Yes, it did. Hold
1: E aí Hold me, hold me, hold me with your love
0: on uh no homo bro for real for real bro uh that's hold me my lord and that is from his new album my baby in the band mr josh kelly and if that ain't a song then i don't know a song man um yeah sorry i kind of been leaking out on this one bro but you know some days that's the way it works and uh I guess I'm a little embarrassed, kind of, but I'm not ashamed. You know? And, um, yeah. And I love you guys, man. Gang, bro.